Hello, and welcome to the Golden Heart Rising podcast. My name is Tara Kabatov, and I'll be sharing information around personal transformation, healing, the law of attraction, manifestation, the human condition, and the great mysteries of life. Welcome, welcome to this video and podcast with my dear friend Chantelle Landreville. I'm so grateful for you to join this episode. Chantelle, thank you for being here. I'm excited to be here. Finally, we get to do this together. <laughs> exactly. It's a long time coming. And Chantelle and I met probably almost a year ago, I would expect. And Chantelle is an expert in love and relationships from a conscious creation level. So creating meaningful relationships, meaningful connections, going a bit deeper into the, the love story, if you will. And that's how we connect it truthfully, because um, just being conscious and being aware of the deeper aspects of our, our experiences, our human experiences. And love is a huge aspect of it. Love is teaches us so much about ourselves. And uh, it's a big part of, of, our experiences of who we are and sharing our life with someone else, especially. So Chantel, okay, so let's get into this here. This is, I'm very excited to chat about this topic, uh, hear your, your experience, because I've been following you for a while. I know you've been um, going through your own journey of discovering more and more and more about love and relationships and people and dynamics and what's happening in the world with love and what's happening with people and all of these different layers and dimensions that we have to our own experience with this topic. So let's begin with your story and how you ended up being an expert in this industry and helping people through their love uh, story. Well, you know, first off, I can't even believe I, before I, I we were just connecting I was like it's the 88 portal I can't believe like of all of all people mm -hmm. I could spend time with online with today you're the perfect person yeah. to to do so so I'm I, I feel very lucky so thank mm. you thank you <laughs> and I can't wait to see what's going to come out of our mouths today in our conversation exactly it's like, it's all about creation and channeling <laughs> and is. just like letting that stuff out so um yes I am uh, my name is Chantal and I am a love and relationship coach and I actually founded my program raise your love signal um, through COVID yeah I uh, I've always been fascinated with love dating and relationships and in my own journey I was single for almost 20 years not being able to attract the right person or I would say my problem was consistently attracting non-emotional available men I was in a relationship, uh, a very serious relationship, very young from 19 to 26 and with an older guy. So I kind of saw him as a, mm, I don't want to say a savior. I was, I was moving out from a small town, going into a big city like Montreal. Everything was exciting. And he just taught me a lot of things I didn't know, everything about culture, music, food. So he, I was kind of like looking out up to him, if that makes any sense. And at one point when I started taking on my own personality, he didn't like it because I, instead of looking up to him, I became this person that was, you know, I was always very extroverted, uh, take a lot of room in a, in, in a, in a space. So it actually became this competition where I was like, wow, I didn't, I, this is not healthy being in a competition. So long story short, I left the relationship because I didn't feel that that was who I wanted to grow with. And I obviously felt that I needed to get to know more of who I was as a person. So 
fast forward to the dating <laughs> dating journey and uh as i was going through the dating journey i was always fascinated and curious as i mentioned with everything that concerns and is around love and why we struggle so much why can't we connect so easily why there's all these these miscommunications or un, not able to connect with people when you want to so a lot of reading a lot of self-development uh conferences and just kind of always working on being aware and learning a little bit more about all of this kind of stuff and when i finally got over not wanting to be single because i i did go off on a little bit of a banter for 10 years <laughs> just wanting to venture and experience life um when i finally decided that I, I was ready to settle down and wasn't succeeding that's when i really hit rock bottom and said okay what's happening that's when i decided to go diving deeper in my self-development journey and um that's where i discovered how deep our roots are <laughs> mm -hmm. um, on how we show up in relationship without even knowing meaning that everything that we're taught about love our first examples are our parents so whether they were good whether they were bad whether they were good uh, whether they were there or not you know our fathers are our first love as little girls and our mothers are our first love as women so you're not even going in you're not even you're not even moving into like being a, an adult yet and a lot of this stuff is already decided for you on what you will think and what your belief systems are so obviously i know you talk a lot about this and we've both talked a lot about this but when i finally understood this at 38 years old tara <laughs> uh that's why i finally understood what was the issue with me attracting non-emotional available men i had to go do the deep rooted work and what i told myself during that whole all of these years is that i was very lucky and fortunate to always be introduced to self-development and i being curious so there's not much i didn't try or experience at one point though i had i realized that i needed to integrate all of this knowledge and put it into practice, right? Because I was like almost becoming a, a bit of a spiritual junkie, consuming, 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 and you can consume as much as you want, but if you don't do the work behind it, it's not gonna service. Mm -hmm. And when I hit my early forties, long story, very short, not really. <laughs> I, I had the bit of a crisis saying, you know, here I am single in the world. I only have my own little person to take care of. If what do I leave behind? Like, I, I'm not going to have kids. What is my imprint leaving this earth, if that makes any sense? And I, I thought it was time for me to give back to community because of how lucky I had been to have so many guides, angels, friends, whatever that may be through the years to make me grow, understand, evolve. And I was like, people need to know this. You know, we have access to so much information today but at the same time i don't know if you're like me but when i go to a costco or to a large you know space store i get overwhelmed i get overwhelmed i'm more of a boutique thing so mm -hmm. i remember when people would say chantal you know i would ask a question they would say just google it and i'd start googling and i get overwhelmed because what is right what is wrong so my whole idea to to build this program 
was to give people access to the right tools what, with what you're going through in the immediate situation and show you everything that is accessible to you. A lot of people don't know, especially when we talk about more of spirituality and death and consciousness, everything that exists other than just therapy and medication and exercise. There's so much more in, in depth. And the cherry on the icing was when I finally did meet my man and started being in my relationship, I, that took me to a whole other level of saying, wow, thank God I've, I learned all of this stuff through the years and did all the work on myself to help me succeed in my relationship. Because it's one thing trying to attract and meet the right person, but it's a whole other being in a relationship that's healthy. And we've never been taught anything about being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's when I was like, wow, we, I, I need to, I need to teach this. I need to, and I, I like to say that I'm a student of my own teachings every single day. There's like this humility of always, because we all fall off the tracks, no matter, you know, what we think we know or how, you know. <laughs> well, and, and so, when we, when we fall off the tracks, that's where we get to learn more. So it's, exactly. it's a continual evolution. Absolutely. It's a continual evolution. Beautifully mm -hmm. said. I totally agree. So that's how I kind of started. So it's basically all these years of experience and tons of money I've spent on so many different <laughs> things that come together. And I, I feel that I've understood what it actually takes to not only develop yourself, your self journey and your self love, how to be in a relationship and how to continuously work and grow and evolve together in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And the self-love is, I feel at the center of it all. I mean, you have to really understand yourself first. And a lot of people are either afraid to be by themselves or want to chase relationships or be really hard on themselves. What's wrong with me? Why am I single? the pressures of family, the pressures of society, the pressures mm -hmm. of friends, well, they're in a relationship and, and it's easy to get lost in that. And then also look inward in a way of what's wrong with me and mm -hmm. almost in a way, projecting that outwards. And um, I haven't met Jeff yet is Jeff is Chantel's uh, partner. And uh, I can see the relationship dynamic between you. It is, it is quite beautiful. Um, so, and also I'm turning 46 this year. So, uh, just for those <laughs> late bloomers <laughs> who haven't found there is yet. tons of hope, tons of hope, tons of hope. I feel 35. Hope. So I'm, I don't feel like I'm in a, in, in a rush by any means whatsoever. I mean, I'm on my own journey, but, and that's another thing too. We also have to realize that we are on our own journey. We're not, don't ever compare yourself to anyone else. Don't ever be hard on yourself because your story is different. And you go through your experiences to learn, and this is learning. It's all about going into the depths of yourself, and you understand a lot about you through love. I mean, this is a huge, huge, huge aspect of our existence, of, of us, and it, it hits us in the deepest places. So that's where we'll learn the most is through that through something like a relationship. Yeah, and that's why I always say timing and perspective on what happens or doesn't is everything. Because in my case, I would have met Jeff just four months prior to when we met, and I would have mm. kicked him to the curb. Mm -hmm. I wasn't quite ready. There was still a small element of the puzzle missing for me to receive the kind of person I, I, I was calling in and the kind of relationship I, I wanted. So I encourage people, and I'm happy that you said that, that we all have our own journey, is instead of saying, 
you know, because I've I've been through it. I was that girl. What's what's wrong with me? I don't understand. And, and you know, always making it about you. And sometimes it's not always about it, about you. It's about what do I still need to learn or understand? How can I grow from this? Or maybe you needed to actually teach something to someone. You know, I, I truly believe that we, every single human being comes together connecting like how we did, me and Tara. I mean, wow, it's crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> randomly, I remember. Randomly, reading. and it was perfect. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, 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 when you talk about love, I think the biggest gift that you can give yourself is be be loving to yourself and what is happening or not, because we cannot control. And you're speaking mm-hmm. to the biggest control freak ever. It's a letting go of the outcome and trusting that if you continuously do, do, do the work and work on yourself, the, the, the universe will deliver when it's yeah. the right time for yeah. you and exactly. deliver it to it to you, like in a way you probably would have never imagined, never. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And yeah, we have to be open for, be open, letting go of control, the expectations, the pressure, uh, that's in all areas of life. And it's hard when we're not designed that way. We're designed, ever since we were young, we were put in a system and we're just, we go by the clock, we go by results, we go by good grades, we go by performance, we go by like all of these timeline structures, everything. So it's letting go of something that's been so ingrained in us and just trusting and being at peace with ourselves, with the process and trusting the universe. Yeah, that's absolutely. a big one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not always this. easy. It's not, <laughs> it's did. not, absolutely not. No, but then you go through these moments and you uh, you look back and exactly what you said. Uh, no, I wouldn't have been ready for the right kind of relationship. I wouldn't have been ready for certain situations to show up when I wanted them to show up. It's all perfect. It all happens perfectly. So let's go into, um, I have a couple questions for you that I'd like to run through, through by you, (laughs) get your expert advice on, um, with relationships. So you've worked with a lot of people, uh, helping them through their, their situations, their love stories. And what would you say are the common hurdles and challenges that the majority of people you work with are facing or face in today's dating scene. I'm very removed from it, but I can only imagine how difficult it could be. And also just from my own experience too, I'm sure some of those, those things still exist in, in the way that we uh, perceive and move through love. But um, what advice could you give or what, is the most, what are the most common challenges that you face? I would say there's at least three of them that I see on a regular basis. One, it's it's really about no one really understands what being in a relationship actually involves. You know, we've been, as you talked about, how we've been raised to see love in a certain way. And the more the more I evolve in my own relationship, I realize how the dynamic of this whole rom-com Disney-fied idea about being in love is is not it's it's not the truth. And I've come to realize that love is not enough to sustain a long-term committed relationship, not the idea of the love that we were taught, which is romance, butterflies, Mm -hmm. intensity. And listen, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not what keeps a long-term committed relationship with all the ups and downs of life, stress, kids, everything uh, together. So I think people need to really think and that's why I do that exercise of really making sure people get clear on what they want and need 
from a partner versus the actual relationship because we often make it we're so focused on what kind of person we want to date. <laughs> it's like, I want, I want, I want, I want. Mm -hmm. And I always say there's a huge difference between what you attract, what, what, what you think you want and what is actually right for you. There are three yeah. different worlds. Yeah. And because of that, almost that triangle, we get caught up and continuously because we think we have a type, right? We're often like very focused. No, I want a person to be like this, six foot two. I don't want it to, you know, and it's often very self-absorbed, superficial thinking. But that's why making sure you think about things like values on how you want to be treated on how you see yourself growing and evolving in a relationship versus having somebody that's fun that's you know fit that loves to cook i mean yeah those are great interests and don't get me wrong i i was asking for them too but relationships go much more deeper than that so that's number one for me people don't really have what I call the eagle eye vision of thinking long-term. How mm -hmm. am I going to grow and evolve in my relationship? How do I want to be treated? How do I want to be respected? How do I want to be taken care of? And what can I do for them as well? How can I deliver? So um, we often, when we start dating, we give everything, right? We just, we want a court. How can I make this person, you want to seduce, you're in seduction mode and like, but how are you able to actually deliver that on a long-term basis, mm -hmm. right? And that's where people get lost, where they pretend to be people they are not really to be mm -hmm. liked, to please, to seduce, or vice versa. They, 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 they accept certain behaviors and things that they would never, never do a year, two, three, four, five years down the road because they're desperate for love or they really think they like that person, but they kind of get sidetracked uh, between what they think they want, need, and is really right for them. So that's why number one, getting super, super clear on your needs in a relationship is very important. There's a big difference between wants and needs. So I think that's the number one thing I see. It's when I do this exercise all the time, it's crazy. People think they know what they, mm -hmm. they actually want, but they really, really don't. Number two is, um, people want love, but they're not ready for it. Their heart yeah. is completely protected with this brick wall yeah I was the queen of it so I know exactly what I'm talking about I was like I want love I want love I want to attract it but my heart was so closed off I wasn't ready to be vulnerable and let myself go and accept and receive love so I would say that's that's the number two thing I see and then number three is feeling worthy of receiving there's a lack of worthiness of um and accepting things that you're you're you shouldn't accept because you don't feel worthy of it so mm. those are the three things that I've, I've i've been seeing extremely a lot in in uh in when people are looking for love and kind of self-sabotaging because they haven't done the inner work and yeah. really really establish their own worth step into their power to make sure they stay true to who they are and not get lost in the way, you know, pretending to be or accept certain behaviors or things. And it can be as simple as, you know, a sport that you say, yeah, of course, I love it. Never pretend to like something that you don't because it's going to come mm -hmm. biting you up the ass later, yeah. two, three, four years down the line and like create resentment. So you need to be honest with yourself and honest with the person that you start dating.
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What have you noticed? Have you noticed any changes or any, I would say, trends in a way of in the dating scene right now, in the online scene, in some of the, I would almost, I would almost say trending topics or themes, if you will, around people dating, single people. What are the main things that you you hear or you may come across as far as people running into their their challenges or what? I I, I see a couple of things happening in the online space. So. Have you noticed anything happening with regards to maybe frustrations or really difficult? And I know you're going deeper with it and that's part of it, what you just said, but just on a, just a more of a broad spectrum of what's happening right now. So broad spectrum, definitely every, everybody's frustrated. Like I, mm-hmm. I had another call with a client a couple of days ago and, you know, as much as they, they tried, her frustrations was like, you know, men don't respond or it's very, very short. It's hard to actually take it another step. And Online dating is, is a lot of work. I realize it is, but also, you know, you need to stop seeing it as being a lot of work and you're looking, you're looking for your mate, you're, 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 you're courting, you're shopping. And I kind of compare this to if you were going to buy a car or a mattress, you'd be shopping around. Right. So it's a little normal. So I think people are very impatient. We're so used to living in fast pace and getting everything we want, what we want that we don't really take the time to, you know, little things like not creating our profile properly, not right. reading people's profile properly, which that mm-hmm. causes already oh, yeah. a, a misalignment, mm-hmm. you know, learn to read between the lines. And if you can't invest in your own profile, like what is it that you're actually wanting to attract? You're going to attract garbage. If you put garbage in, it's just mm-hmm. as simple as that. And, um, I would say so much expectation. That's like, we go into dating, wanting to check the list, find our person instead of going into dating and seeing it as play, as fun, as adventurous, as I'm, I'm, I'm going to test my skills on everything that I've done wrong or realize I needed to change or, or modify or update and, and get better at it and pay attention to little things. So that's, that's, I think, the number one killer is people have these expectations. They haven't even met the person yet. They go into this date and they already feel or start imagining. And mm-hmm. listen, Tara, I was that person. I remember as soon as I meet someone, we'd have a little bit of a connection. And I'm sure you can relate. We start exchanging messages. You know, flirting is there. You're like so excited. And then you go into this date. No, I'm not even there yet. And I'm already thinking, oh, my God, what if we could do this together? Yeah, I try, by, try being a Libra dating. <laughs> That's all I have to say it is the worst. <laughs> it's like what you just said times a thousand. <laughs> You're going into romance. La, la, la. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's bad. I've, I've sabotaged so much in my life because of that, just going full in right away. And then all of a sudden you take a step back and go, what did I just do? What did I just get myself into? You know, just having to backpedal a lot and yeah, definitely don't rush it. And Truthfully, the intuitive side is so important, you know, listening to your intuition and that's part of that self-development and returning back into self or discovering self, you know, developing that intuitive side so you can feel, but then you have to also be aware of your intuition versus subconscious programming or old habits that you have. So that's where a lot of that self-discovery is so important because if you're operating subconsciously, 
attracting the same people subconsciously um, and using your intuition, but the intuition can be a bit skewed if you still have unresolved patterns that need to be healed or released. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's why that's one of the biggest exercises that I do after they're getting them clear on the vision is identifying what are your old limiting beliefs? What are the patterns that you used to repeat? What are the mm-hmm. things you used to do in relationships that's always failed you? So if you are aware of what those are, because we both know awareness is 50% of the job yeah. already done. You're When you have the awareness and then you have these kinds of conversations and have the tools it's easier for you to catch yourself and say, oh, okay, no, I'm either going into self-sabotaging mm-hmm. or I'm, I'm going back to old ways when I'm trying to reprogram and rewire my brain. And here's the thing, right? Most of us, you're like me, we've done this work later in our lives. And that's why we're both passionate about teaching this. And we, I want to teach this to younger women and men as young as they can, mm-hmm. because that would much easier to change your brain at 19 18 mm-hmm. than it is at 35 40 50 because you've yeah. been carrying all this stuff all your life so when you go into dating and you've done these exercises this is where i say it's great to for you to put your practice your skills practice what how did i use am i doing the same thing that i always was like or am i going to try something new and you do them in baby steps and I think I, I told you this story, but I'll, I'll tell you just for, for people to understand. I remember six, I was five months into dating Jeff and I'm at a party and I had worked with this woman that does progressive neurological uh, uh, brain stuff, you know, to, to change and rewire your brain. So I saw her and she's like, I heard you met this guy and uh, that he's great. And I was like, yes, finally, all the hard work has paid off. And she tells me, you're, you know, you're totally going to go into self-sabotage mode. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Like another layer? Are you kidding me right now? And I was all, I left the party feeling angry. I was like, I can't believe she actually said that to me. But two months later, sure enough, I was fi- I, And because she had planted the seed and I mm. had the awareness, I realized I was, I was starting to find every excuse in the book to leave the relationship because I was like, this is too good to be true. I can't, I can't be worthy of this. Are you kidding me? So my old programming was coming back but because I had done that work and I was aware of my issues and my patterns and my beliefs it was easier for me to work through them and say nope no 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 no. this is not happening you're somebody else you've done the work you know so how do I work and evolve through this so I totally agree and it's tough it's tough really difficult rewiring your your habits right because the habits are familiar and it's a safe place and we've lived there for years and when we go back it's familiar we feel safe there but it's not necessarily healthy it's not necessarily the right place to be so it is it does take a lot of conscious effort to do that to work through those steps and that's why i always say especially if you're dating and you're single the best way to help you do these things is to always put yourself out of your comfort zone. So Mm, date people you typically wouldn't date, explore like, you know, somebody like I'm just giving like uh, superficial examples. Like if you never wanted to date somebody short, but then you're, you're, you're going to date the opposite or just to explore and see, because we sitting in that comfort zone of safety and what you think, you know, doesn't always work. 
So especially when you're, you're dating and looking for somebody, if you've done the same thing all the time, you need to change what I call the record, right? You need to try a new record on to get some different results and experience different experiences. If you stay stuck in your ways, it's, mm-hmm. you're, you're not doing yourself any favors. Yeah, exactly. Next topic. Let's talk about SEX. Ooh, one of my favorite topics. (laughs) Intimacy. This is something that, well, I'll let you lead this, of course, but uh, I don't, I'm not an expert on it. Uh, (laughs) Outside of my own, whatever, I'm going to end there. Um, But this is something that, of course, going back to what we, what we're taught or not taught when we're young and we have to figure these things out, interpersonal relationships, intimacy, being comfortable in our own skin, how to manage and navigate these, these, these intimate spaces with other people in a healthy way, how share some more information on that, because I know you've talked on this before. So I'm, I'm quite curious what you have to say about it. Yes, I'm, I'm, it's, it's actually as I studied uh, a few years ago, Tantra, and when I was introduced to that practice, uh, I it opened my eyes to a whole other level, because as soon as people hear the word Tantra, they think about sex, right? But it's actually about sexual energy. And if you are as a woman or as a man struggling being in your energy, as we all know, we have feminine and masculine energy. Um, for me, my in, and those days when I was there, I was I was very much in, only into my masculine energy, not really connecting to my feminine side. And that's something that opened my eyes to a whole other level to connect with that energy. And, um, you know, we have been sex ed, but we've never been pleasure ed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember being in a, a clubhouse room uh, six months ago. And this woman, that's, uh, uh, an actual tantric teacher said, you know, we are actually born from sexual energy, which is all about pleasure. But we, as adults, as we become adults, we forget to allow ourselves that play and that fun. And that can show up in all areas of our life. We're not just talking about sex. Mm-hmm. So, when I started doing this kind of work and even being in my relationship, I realized that love and sex are very much connected for very (laughs) obvious reasons, but we've only been taught what I call the ABC. We haven't been taught all the letters of the alphabet and there's so many different layers to it. And when we think about sex, we think about the actual act, but there are so much more. There's so much more to that. And especially when you include intimacy into that, you know, we talk a lot about energy and being in our different energies, masculine, feminine. And if you, you, you take some tantric uh, practices, I remember seeing the teacher, she was teaching us, like, if you do the proper breath work, you can actually orgasm to a whole other level without even touching yourself in any shape or form. You're just so connected to your sacral chakra. And I was just like, Oh my, God, I needed to explore to know more about this, you know? So, and I, 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 um, I would say that for, for your listeners, if you haven't watched this series, Sex Love Goop, that uh, Gwyneth Paltrow has uh, created on Netflix, it's a, an amazing, amazing series showing different layers of sexuality that exists out there and how to kind of be more open. We come from a society where we've been shamed about it. And as I said, we've been sex ed and most of our sex education about sex has been 
don't get pregnant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Here's how to put a condom on a banana and don't get STDs. So it's mm -hmm. fear right yeah. away and yeah. shame. And yeah. you shouldn't be doing this and you shouldn't be feeling that way. Where when I think about sexual energy today, I don't even necessarily think about sex with my partner. I think about being in my body and connecting to that sexual energy. And it really helps me connect to my femininity, being playful. You know, when we talk about flirt and just being able to walk into a room, and I'm sure you've experienced this many times, you know, sometimes I'll go in a room and you'll notice, you just notice people, you'll notice like whether it's a man or a woman that they just have this charisma. They have this, and sometimes they're not even good looking. They just have this je ne sais quoi. Mm -hmm. I think that's really being connected to that sexual energy in a way that you allow yourself to, hmm, what's the right word here? You really allow yourself to, to connect with your body to a way that nobody teaches, teaches us how to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most of us in a relationship are taught about, as I said, ABC of sex. So it's like, okay, a little bit of foreplay, we're going to go into the act. And then it's like, did you come? Did you orgasm? It's like, there's a mission, right? It's like mm -hmm. dating. <laughs> you have to check it off the thing. And with the show, they, they actually showcase like, what if that didn't look like that? What if we took it to you know, not having it to have a beginning and an end versus like kind of in letting it flow and play with it and explore. And um, uh, there's this, there's this woman that's actually one of the women that's on there that's called Joya. And I had discovered her two years ago and she does this sexual blueprint, a little bit like the four languages of love, right? Where it's like, how do you mm -hmm. communicate what you want? Because we tend to give the way we want to receive. So she did this, she created this this test but it's on a sexuality uh, uh perspective and her her thought process is saying you know nobody is sexually incompatible and because this is what often happens in relationship we'll have sexual incompatibilities or think that we do but it's because we do not communicate the same way and we're afraid to have these conversations we're shamed uh, maybe you know i want to be wrapped up or i want to be like <laughs> slapped on and we're ashamed because we don't think it's right but what's right what's wrong it's just what society mm -hmm. has dictated and that's why I say it's a lot like being in a relationship we've been taught that you know go to school get married have kids buy the white picket fence and today you know you could actually want to be in a relationship and not want to live with anybody and have his and hers home. And it's okay. You just have to meet the person that thinks like you and that wants the same thing. What I'm basically trying to say is that it's not in a plastic container. It doesn't have to be exactly. the way we were taught it is. There's so much more to explore. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the more you allow yourself to to get to know this kind of stuff. So that's why I, I'm very, very, very curious. And that's, that's why that show opens your eyes to a whole other mm -hmm. level on a lot of different levels of availability of different sexualities that's available for you. And never mind the fact that you can be so much more creative and playful. Mm -hmm. Tara, it's, it's crazy. Like I, I, I it sounds 
it sounds crazy, <laughs> but I do believe that when you allow yourself to connect to that energy, you are definitely much more playful, much more happy. And it's kind of like you become more lighter instead of mm -hmm. becoming kind of compare it to like the irresponsible teenager to becoming an adult where you're almost too responsible and you forget yourself, you know, kids, kids, they can play with anything and have fun with anything and just have this like, you know, unbelievable way of seeing things. And I, I, I find that we disconnect from that. We have it. We all have mm -hmm. it in us. We just disconnect because we become disconnected from our bodies. Yeah, exactly. We don't listen to all the layers that are available, you know, and when you talk about intimacy, people often see it as or relate it to sex and intimacy for me has nothing to do with sex. It's mm -hmm. nothing. It's, it's, it's feeling safe. <clears throat> it's, it can be how, how you touch. It can be how you stare in each other's eyes. It can be how you experience trust together um, and I'll go back to the best word for me, intimacy is safety, where you mm -hmm. just feel loved, safe, trusted, trusty, um, accepted. Um, yeah, so I went a bit a little, a little bit all over the place on Iran no, on I this, but I, I, I definitely think that there is tons to discover. And I I will say this, I think as couples, as people grow and evolve, right, we've been taught Typically, um, when you get into a relationship, either everything is hot, heavy, passionate, you know, whatever, and then, you know, it fades down. Do, 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 do. Mm -hmm. Some people will have that connection that's like really intense and they're in the toxic relationship, but because the sex is so good, it lasts forever. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's different, different mm -hmm. things, but I will say this because if you've taken the time to think that you want a conscious relationship and you want to be in a long-term healthy connected relationship, what about growing and discovering that together as a couple and going through different stages and trying different things? You know, you have all of your life together and sex, what we've been taught will come, go, stop. You know, we all have dry spells, uh, hormones, <laughs> women like, you know, there's mm -hmm. different, there's so many different uh, things that can come into play. But if you are both curious, and that takes work, obviously, to discover the A through the Z of sexuality, you can live unbelievable, great things together, and even as individuals uh, for yourself. You know, I, I, I remember doing this breathwork practice that I was actually following to connect to goddess energy, it's tantric energy as well. My God, how I was not only confident in my own skin I felt so powerful in many ways and my creative juices were just uh flowing mm -hmm. so that has an, a, an impact on not only on with you but with your entourage because people will get to benefit from this from you mm -hmm. so my boyfriend <laughs> my friends at yeah. work my clients so I think that there's a, a a lot if you if you don't know a lot about it go explore, go read, uh, try different things. There's so many of them. And uh, this is something that I, 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 I'm going to deep dive even deeper in my teachings because mm -hmm. I, I'm definitely passionate about it. And I think that we've sadly just been so much shamed mm -hmm. and like 
quieted about it and there's nothing wrong with it. I think that uh, empowering men and women to really be in their bodies and their desires from a young age is, is super important. It'll, it, it would help them on how they show up um, in every area of their lives. Mm-hmm. And it, it reminds me also just listening to the energy aspect of it being open or closed. It's almost mm. very similar to our own just expansive energy as a whole, uh, not just on the, the feminine, feminine energy or masculine or creative or intimacy aspect, but just in how we um, create in general from an expansive place or from a limited place, from a Mm -hmm. constricted place, from the oppression, the suppression, the repression, all of that, the um, lower density energies that we're starting to evolve from. But that it's interesting hearing you say that because that's completely the same as as what what you experienced as the more expansive also as well, you know, being more conscious, more aware, being more expansive, being open. And when we open our channels, when we open for more, when we're in a more expansive energy on the intimacy or just in general, we do become more creative. We create our destiny. We create our reality from that place. So very interesting. Um, yeah, I'll have to look more into that, but I, I definitely would recommend specializing in it more or definitely uh, pursuing it more. It's, fa- it's very fascinating. Yes, I love it. <laughs> All right. So we'll go into best advice for women. Oh, best advice for women. Learn to love yourself and accept yourself 100% before even trying to find yourself a man um Mm -hmm. really really step into your power um it's the best gift you can give to yourself and to the person that will come into your life because i say this all the time your man will only love you as much as you love yourself so if you want to be in a healthy balanced loving relationship start with you start Mm -hmm. with you and accept all your flaws and your good and everything. It's just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's what I would say. Best advice for men. Oh, that's a tougher one only Hmm. because I find, I find men, men need much more help than women and not in a way Hmm. that they need help. It's just, it's not their natural habitat to go and seek help versus women where we're a little bit more curious and open to this kind of stuff. And uh, in my line of work, I always say we can't keep elevating all these women and not elevate the men as well. And Mm -hmm. I, I think my best, my best advice for men is be open, be open to trying, exploring and, not getting stuck in that macho, um, uh, I don't want to say egotistical, but you know, just these, these traits of characters often that men can just be like this. It's just, this is the way it is. And that's it. Um, I think that the more flexibility you have with your mind, it will also help you in relationships long-term wise um, of of saying, okay, this is happening. Like, how can we fix this? Because men are, are fixers one way or the other. But if you're not open to change, then you're not gonna you're not gonna fix it. 
So I would say to men, just be open to exploring and, and dealing with your feelings. Because I was going to say, <clears throat> excuse me, something regarding the heart, I feel with men too. Um, because it's, it, I, I feel for men, there's a lot of pressure to be in that masculine role all the time. Um, and even from the healing aspect as well with transformational work that I do, there's a lot of pressure I feel for being in that role and fitting in that role. Um, but there's also a lot of power being in the heart and connecting with the emotions and connecting with the heart space. Yeah. A hundred percent. And as mm -hmm. you said at the beginning of the show, love is, you know, I remember hearing like love heals all back then and <laughs> I you don't like, really whatever. know it until you experience it. Yeah, it just sounds exactly. almost just nebulous or yeah, okay. It's almost like a romance oh. song or novel that yes, everyone talks yes. about. And 100% right. <laughs> but now that we both understand mm -hmm. it, it really, really does. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot more, there's a lot more to gain being in a place of love than hanging on to anger, resentment, oh, and yeah. just like yeah. pushing everything down. It's so much more empowering and light. And listen, we're here to live life. Like, don't you want to get rid of the baggage? And like, mm -hmm. that's why I'm like, yeah, it doesn't always come easy, but it's so much more. I'm in such a great space now to, to, I'm like, okay. Versus having all this stuff. That's like, mm -hmm. so yes, open the heart, men, like open your heart. And there's some beautiful things to discover when you have an open heart, because I always say behind every man, well, I didn't say this, it's a saying, and I do believe that behind every fa famous man, there's a famous woman, because I do believe that there is a power um, with two people coming together and uh, having that openness amongst one another, like it's just mm -hmm. feeding off each other when mm -hmm. you're so I, yes. That's, I like that. It's elevation. You elevate each other. It's not coming mm -hmm. in from a place when you're needy, you almost are sabotaging a potent, the potential of a relationship. But when you're in a place where you're strong for yourself, then you're, you're in a place where you can support each other. You, you'll, you mutually support each other to grow and to yes. keep growing through things together uh, more and more. Mm -hmm. All right. Best advice to heal from a relationship. And I know this is a big question, but even just a summary of how to heal from past relationships first off what i would suggest well obviously time 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 you just need time mm -hmm. to let it heal it's like grieving right you just need to let the different levels <laughs> kind of work through and i i would say the second thing to do journal about what you feel what you feel you maybe your mistakes that you did how you what you understood from it, what you don't want to repeat as mistakes going into another relationship. So kind of looking at the bigger picture perspective and you'll be surprised <laughs> if you do like I do, because I, I, I remember I, you know, sometimes when you're in the, the shit storm, and you want to play victim, right? You just want to cry. You want to, you know, feel sorry for yourself and have a self-pity party. And it's okay to have that. It's okay. But you don't want to stay there. You don't mm -hmm. want to stay there because yeah. that won't make you grow. So that's why I always say it's all about attitude and perspective. And I remember over the years through the numerous guys I dated that didn't want me, I was always the girl that they would meet. I'd have a fling 
And then, you know, they'd leave me and find the girl that they would get married, have a kid with. And like always the, the next person after me had it all. And I, here I was like the little breadcrumb on the table. That's like, and, um, today what I've done, because I'm, I'm writing a book on how I got to Mr. Right, but I, I, I could never write the book until I actually got to my Mr. Right. But I look back into all my relationships that came into my life, meaningful or not, and what I learned from them. And I remember thinking there was this one guy that I was so, I thought I was so in love with and that wanted to be with and it didn't work out. And I look at it today, we don't even have the same common interests. The life that he is living today is definitely not what I wanted. <laughs> you know, remember between what you mm. want, what you attract and what you really need is different. So it's great to do that exercise of bigger, bigger picture perspective, um, and grow from it, you know, always say, what, what do I need? These are my, always my, my go-to questions. What do I need to understand? How can I grow? Or maybe what did I need to teach to that person? And then forgive yourself and forgive the person for not working. And when I say that for me, the only thing I can say is that when I was just saying like getting rid of the baggage, instead of holding on to anger, resentment, it's so much heavier to carry around. It's just like, let it go and mm -hmm. forgive, forgive yourself and forgive that person that you guys came together for a reason. And it wasn't, it wasn't the perfect reason for you guys to both stay together. So time journal, you know, perspective <laughs> and forgiving for me are, are how to, how to heal and get mm -hmm. some help, mm -hmm. get some help, whether that's therapy, that's working with a coach, asking for a friend. There's so many different works. Subconscious I mean, release work that yes, I do as well. Yes, that's huge, yes. actually. I was just thinking <laughs> that when you were saying resentment, because the the main aspects, and I, if, you, if you follow my, my channel, I, I've said this many times, um, that we carry and harbor within ourselves, within our body and our subconscious, and it eats away at our body, and then it comes out in our outer world, if we attract it or in how we react to situations is uh, criticism, resentment, mm. guilt, shame, fear, and grief. Yeah. And those are the yeah. main ones that we just relive and relive in our outer world, inner world, and will just eat away at us. So yeah. And you said these words a few times. So I was thinking, yeah, exactly. And even just my own experience, having some of these energies within, you'll end up replaying it in some kind of way in these relationships unless yes. you fully go into the, the depths of a hundred percent. A hundred percent. So yes, follow Tara. <laughs> she does unbelievable work. I mean, I, 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 I still listen to your stuff all the time mm -hmm. and it always helps me. It always guides me. So mm -hmm. find what works for you and explore different, different, Sometimes you just need, it's like reading the perfect post, yeah. right? That you just needed to sometimes mm -hmm. listening to the, your tarot readings or like, so get the help, explore mm -hmm. what's out there for you. Mm -hmm. And releasing is unbelievable. I mean, yeah. I still do it all the time. So it's helped me in my journey tremendously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like you said at the very beginning as well, awareness is key. Awareness is huge. When you start developing more self-awareness, you can create your own releasing and healing journey in a way. Yes, you, you will maybe seek a healer or a, a psychologist or coach or find content or take a course or anything, but you are on your route of self-discovery, which is key. You can never go wrong with that. You can never go wrong with investing in yourself. Never. Um, 
All right, so we're nearing the end here. I just want to finalize with one more question. What would you say a, some of the best methods for working through challenging situations when you're in a conscious relationship, you've met the right person, you've met the right person, but you hit a brick wall or you hit a wall or you hit a challenge or you hit something that you need to work through that may seem very difficult. What would be the healthiest way to move through it? So I have many tips and uh, there, like I say, a relationship is a lot of, it's, a, it's work, right? If uh, every, we all have a, a career and if you don't show up one day, you know, in your cases, if you, if you don't, if you stop doing your videos, your business is going to crash and burn, right? So it's like, you consistently need to show up and, and, and create. So in a relationship, it's the same thing. How can I show up today to make sure that I keep this healthy and I do my job correctly? So one, one, and through challenges is have the willingness to want to work at things together. What I hear oftentimes in relationship that makes relationships fail, there's always one that wants more than the other to work on something. And when there's an issue that comes up, it's like, instead of saying okay what can I do how can I help and how can we fix this right mm -hmm. so having the mutual willingness together to always want to work on things and be open to hearing and what the issues are if you do not have that <laughs> you're setting up yourself already to, to fail mm -hmm. too communicate, learn yes. to communicate your needs, your wants and desires. Nobody thinks like you. Nobody's in your brain. We've all been raised differently. We all have different ways of uh, our perceptions, hearing, understanding. So if you do not take the time to say what you actually want and need in your relationship, and then you're disappointed or you're pissed off because the person didn't deliver the way you had your expectation, that's on you. That's on you. So learn to communicate mutually your needs, wants, and desires in your relationship. You know, I, I need you to kiss me goodbye when you leave for work every single morning. I need that. Well, your partner, if he's willing, will say, I know that that is important to my woman. I'm going to make sure before I leave for work to come and kiss her every single morning before I go. So it's little things like that. And number three, I would say, um, it's, um, of course, I always have to do this, Tara. Every single time, I lose my train of thought. <laughs> on every podcast, on every okay. live, on every club. The first two were good. <laughs> we're at the end anyway. <laughs> every single time it happens to me, I got to stop jinxing myself. Um, I, I, I would say um, uh, no room for ego. Mm -hmm. um, when you're going through challenging times, stop focusing on the problem and focus on the solution. Yeah. So sometimes that means stepping out of your, of your ego, the need to be so right, the need to be right. And this mm -hmm. is often what happens. And <clears throat> the need to be right is often fed if you have not communicated your needs, wants and desires. That's where resentment builds. Um, so you need to make sure, so willingness, communication, and then let go of the need to be right. Or ask yourself, why, why am I reacting the way I am being 
reactive or being triggered, right? Because sometimes when we argue, it's we're triggered because we're not getting what we want, how we want, the way we wanted it. Mm-hmm. And it's often not even about your partner. It's probably because mm-hmm. you didn't communicate, say, act, or did what you actually wanted to 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 do. So I call it the out of body experience when you're actually having an argument or a challenge, and you're either challenging each other on a very unhealthy, toxic way, ask yourself, how is this servicing my relationship right now? Because this is something I always say, a relationship is a threesome. It's you, your partner, and the actual relationship, which has its own entity. Mm -hmm. So if I act like this, if I show up like this, if I don't do that, how will this help my relationship? If I'm going to complain about how you didn't put the dishes away properly, is this really going to service my relationship or is it just going to mm-hmm. add like, you know, fire on the oil yeah. for nothing? So is it really worth it? So that's why I say the ego often is the evil <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, uh, challenges are often little things, right? Mm-hmm. It's just little things of our daily routine in a relationship. So it's like, ask yourself, do the out-of-body ex- experience, take a step back, take a deep breath and ask yourself, is this worth it? Is this going to service my relationship in any shape or form? And oftentimes the answer is no. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, you know what? Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Don't be afraid to apologize. <laughs> Don't be afraid. And do not, when you apologize or you, you say, I'm sorry, do not store it in the back to bring it back out later. Right. So yeah. forget it. It's mm-hmm. like gone. Do not mm-hmm. store mm-hmm. and keep count. Yes. That's like keeping yes. count is like exactly. no bueno. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Good. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. This was wonderful. I learned a lot through this as well, which I love. And um how do people find you? What's the best way? I'll leave a link in YouTube, but just where website, Instagram, direct. Yes. So my website, raiseyourlovesignal.com. And then my IG account is chantal.landreville. I recently started TikTok, but I'm running a little late, but I'm there as well. <laughs> but my, my main, my two main platforms is definitely IG and uh, my website. You can feel free to just shoot me an email or a DM me on Instagram. Yeah, reach out to Chantel. She's well, as you can tell through this chat here, she's lovely, full of knowledge, um, ready to help, ready to guide. And uh, your content is very inspirational, educational as well. More coming, I'm sure. TikTok, I can't wait to see you on there. That'll be fun. (laughs) And uh, on YouTube, I can leave a link. Podcast is a little bit more difficult, but um, I'll leave the, the information here below on YouTube for everyone. Thank you. And remember this, everybody. Every single person is worthy of being, receiving, and giving love and a healthy love. It's such a great place to have an open heart. It's mm-hmm. like I'm, in, I'm, I'm still like floating on how it actually is because it took me 45 years to get here. Mm-hmm. And it's the most beautiful feeling in the world. It's just like, yes, I just mm-hmm. want to say that. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you, you, my friend, for being here. (laughs) And um, we'll leave it here. If again, I'll leave information, contact Chantel and uh, enjoy this 8-8 day on the 8-8 and the week coming up with this full moon. It's going to be a beautiful time. Wishing you all the best. Thank you for joining and 
Take care. That concludes another episode of the Golden Heart Rising podcast. Thank you very much for being here. Make sure to check out my YouTube channel for further discussions and interesting topics. And of course, if you are enjoying these podcasts, don't forget to share it with the world. I'm sending you much love and light. Until next time.